0: everyone, welcome to the second edition of the 2015-16 Season Average Joe's Podcast. My name is Sean Smith, Assistant Captain and Secretary for Towson Dodgeball, and joining me today is Towson Dodgeball's Captain, Jonathan Shaw. Jonathan, hi. Yo, what's going on, guys? Uh, So we're going to be uh, reviewing how the season's gone so far, uh, previewing a few upcoming tournaments that we know about, and then just kind of talking about how the season's gone so far. Uh, so starting things off, uh, there was a match played up in Wisconsin between Wisconsin Platteville and DePaul. Um, Wisconsin Platteville won that match three to nothing. So John, uh, I don't know if we know how this went, but you know what's your uh, what's your take on this so far?
1: So from what I heard, UWP won two points in the first half, um, and then they won the first one in the second half, and then it kind of became like kind of like you know like friendly what kind of DePaul dodgeball is all about um i wish i had some video of it i mean all all i can really say about that match is there was really no surprise to me you know i i didn't think uwp would blow them out but i didn't think depaul would pull up the upset you know three nothing sounds like exactly what i thought i would expect out of that match you know
0: yeah i could have seen depaul taking a point um they're talented i didn't know what nico was going to have his team doing this year with him in charge now Uh, whether they'd be doing it uh, with how DePaul usually runs things or if they might be going a little bit uh, more serious. But um, I guess that's sort of to be determined. It was still the first tournament of the year, so you never
1: know how anything's going to go. But if if, – sorry, um, to interrupt If there was ever one point in UW – I'm sorry, in DePaul's like overall history of being a program, if there was ever one point that like I think DePaul could turn around for being like a team with potential – that kind of never really like made the most of it to like a team that could maybe potentially start competing. I think making Nico the head captain, from what, what I hear from around the league, he could. Some people think he's the best player in the league. Could be like a huge step in the right direction for DePaul being taken a little more seriously in this league. All
0: right. Um, well, hopefully we'll see more of them. And yeah. more, more Wisconsin platfall during the regular season. Yep. Um, but moving along, we'll go to the first round of the matches that will be taking place in Michigan this season. Uh, this happened at Michigan State. It was called, I believe, the uh, I Am, or Impact at I Am West. <laughs> Fishing
1: for names on that
0: one. <laughs> um, well, I, from what I've heard from Zig, it was actually uh, an old name that they brought back. Oh, really? Something, something similar to an old name. Oh, okay. Um, this one, uh, the year started off, uh, other than the Wisconsin Plateau game, with what John, I would probably say is the surprise of the season uh, will probably remain the surprise of the season so far. Uh, Michigan State went two and zero, taking out uh, Grand Valley for the first time in team history, State. and also taking out Central Michigan two to nothing, and then Central Michigan took out Grand Valley two to one in overtime. Um, so, John, if you want to go ahead and get started, um,
1: all you but I'll let you take the rom on this one.
0: Gosh. Okay. Well, Emily, um, I
1: I didn't see it coming. Um, <laughs> who, who could see? What do you mean? No one saw it coming. Grand Valley going zero two. What? That doesn't happen. What? what? confusion.
0: Well, I mean, if we're being honest about it, I'm sure Michigan State thought the whole time that they were going to take it, and I'm sure they did. I know Central last year. Um, they like they believed that they could have won the championship. Maybe should have won the championship. Yep. So both of those teams saw themselves winning and mm-hmm. it's possible that they could have seen the other team taking out Grand Valley with, um, the Lakers moving down to a much younger, much more raw roster than they've had in the past. Um, so I mean, most people just based on history may not have thought that, but I'm sure there are some people around the league who did see the potential mm-hmm. of it. But, um, sure. I did watch a little bit of the film on the Good old live
1: stream. Yeah. Good old live stream.
0: Watched a little bit of the film on Michigan state Grand Valley. Um, and probably the person who made the best point on this was Mike Van Irvin. Um, really, it was, it was like watching paint dry. Uh, it was, oh, so slow. It was so slow, very slow. Um, really kind of unentertaining, but it, it's not like they were looking to entertain us. Like they, they, they were looking to win. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you know, I can't really fault them for doing that. Nope, not um, at all. And it, it worked for Michigan State because they came out on top. Um, we're great for Michigan State. Yeah, so they did that. Um, then they took out Central two to nothing, which that was a
1: great match. That was a great match to watch on live stream. That was a pleasure to watch.
0: Yeah, uh, absolutely. Did not see that coming. No, um, I, Mm-mm. my like my early season championship picks were kind of between Grand Valley or Central. I was kind of waffling back and forth on each. wasn't sure where to go with it. Um, huh. So, I thought Central would come out most experienced on the season. Yes. Uh, they only, Absol- absolutely the most experienced team in the NCAA. Yeah, Only lost one player uh, who, uh, West Peters, of course, went to Michigan State. Um, so, they like they brought back everybody. So, it's not like they were really missing any major pieces. Yep. Um, so, I, I thought that they were going to come out. It'll, maybe one and one if they had lost to Grand Valley. But, I didn't see yeah. Michigan State pulling off two upsets in a row. Um, but... Definitely pleasantly surprised to see it. Um, you know, I'm glad Michigan State finally got over the hump. Finally took out Grand Valley yeah, for the first
1: time. Not just I can't even express in words how like just like my mental of a win it must have been. You know, for Colin, the veterans that have been there a while. Uh, I mean, know? even Wes, it's his first match with the team, and he takes he out, takes down. Yeah, he takes out the
0: one team that's kept him from winning championships and his former team. Won. Right? How yeah. how
1: sick is that? I can't believe it.
0: Yeah. Um, but also, no, um, the Central-Grand Valley game, also another
1: great game. Oh, all of them were great games. They were yeah. all good games. Uh,
0: yeah. went, went into overtime, and just uh, Central, from what I saw, just outplayed um, a younger younger Grand Valley team. Yeah. Um, uh, um, obviously, Grand Valley, we'll talk about this in a minute, kind yep. of turned it around later on. Um, but... Early on the season, uh, I think Kevin and the rest of his uh, crew—they like—they know they have a lot of work to do with uh, a lot of their young talent. But Mm -hmm. from what I've heard, they're not short on talent, so they'll—they'll be bringing a lot more to the table. So it's—it's not like they're down and out. They're just working on getting up the new kids. Um. So after Michigan State hosted their tournament, go ahead. Oh, this Uh, is my turn. Yes, your turn. Oh, I win.
1: Okay. Uh. So now everything I completely agree with everything Sean said. Um. The one thing I wanted to say, like, when when we heard this, when it was going to be a tournament, first one of the year, mm-hmm. Michigan State, Grand Valley, Central, mm-hmm. the first thing I saw, I'm like, I am like, I try not to take so much stock into the first tournament of the season. Like, you have guys that haven't played for five months. Unless right? you're Grand Valley. And you unless, you're Grand, unless you're Grand Valley. But at the same time, like, you know, I, well, I actually, I from watching live stream, I remember someone saying that Grand Valley had seven freshmen in that game. And, you know, it's their first ever tournament, and you're facing probably the other best two teams in the league. You know, I... all. we don't know what they're bringing. Okay, so two of the best, like, two or three teams, probably. Yeah. More than likely yeah. in the league. And, you know, yes, Grand Valley, I, I would... I definitely think both upsets. But, you know, the more I think about it, like, it kind of makes sense. You know, it's so tough. It doesn't matter how good your team is. You have seven freshmen that have never played before. It's, it's so tough against... You have experience like Central Michigan who had every player that they played with in that tournament go to nationals. It's it's tough. The more I think about it, the more I probably should we probably should have thought of at least one upset. But, you know, first tournament of the year. That's kinda why I base it off of
0: I mean, admittedly, though, we, at this point, we kind of don't know what to call an upset. Because um, right. the teams up there are so evenly matched. Um, and just before we forget, since we mentioned Saginaw as another mm-hmm. outside team, uh, we better not forget JMU, too. because We gonna, will not forget JMU. Yeah, we, we will like, not forget JMU. We, we know that they'll be up there, too. We, yes, we do. Yeah. Yes, we do. Um, all right, so moving on, um, uh, Grand Valley moved from going to Michigan State and playing there to going to their home in part one of the Grand Valley Gauntlet. Uh, this tournament had Grand Valley State, Saginaw Valley State, and Wisconsin Platteville making another appearance. Um, Grand Valley returned to old form, um, going two and zero, taking out Saginaw in overtime, three to two, and then taking out Wisconsin Platteville five to nothing, and then Saginaw took out Wisconsin Platteville four uh, to one. So, John, go ahead
1: start this one. No, I'll, I'll, all I'll say is that the points between Grand Valley and Saginaw in regular time were great, and then come overtime, you could just see the experience of Grand Valley's top tier just overpower Saginaw. Like, I I actually, I remember when I watched overtime, I was like, that might be the quickest overtime I've ever seen. And I, it was a minute and 41 seconds. I, With, like, a stoppage for a ball's over, too. A minute and 41 seconds is what that overtime. So, I mean, that was, as well as Saginaw played. I mean, look, you took your first match of the year, you take Grand Valley to overtime, okay? I I I think if I was the captain, I, that would be success. If I was Joe McCumber, I think it's the like one of the captains. I think if you're Saginaw, there's like
0: they like they it's bittersweet. You know? It's bit, like I don't think they consider it a success unless they win because you know even though they only own, yeah they they have the one championship in comparison to Grand Valley's. It's not like Saginaw comes out and says, "Oh, hey, we made the final four. That's a successful season." Yeah, we and, played them last year too.
1: We know how good Saginaw is. Yeah,
0: any any team in the Michigan region expects to be in the championship game. Even yes. even yes. though Michigan State hasn't gotten over the hump and won the chip yet, they mm-hmm. like they still get there. So That's true. They, every team up there expects to be there. So a- any loss
1: to them is can is deemed yeah and non success. Yeah, um, that was a great match. Like if. I encourage people to go to live stream and watch the entire Grand Valley Saginaw match because that was all around. And they were quicker points too. It was good from a fan perspective watching that match too. Um, Other than that, no surprise. Like I said, I don't think UWP is a scrub team. Uh, but, you know, they don't stand a chance against Grand Valley, Saginaw, first match of the year. I mean, right? I mean, could yeah. we call it like it is? I mean, no. But no, no, no. If, if we're being honest,
0: yeah, I, I don't see it. Um, no, that
1: would be the upset maybe of all of dodgeball, like, yeah. ever. Like, if UWP were to, in their first tournament, they go against, they have to drive, they have to they have to beat Grand Valley or Saginaw. Like, come on.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're, you're asking the, what were the number eight or number nine seed yeah. the Nationals last year who mm-hmm. lost one of their best players?
1: Mm-hmm. Um you're asking them to take them out. I I don't see it happening. Yeah. Um I will say props to um so that UWP one player really stood out to me That's tournament Matt Bach. I think it's Botch. Botch. Matt Botch, Matt Bach. B A U, T C H something like that. Okay, so we'll call we'll call him Matt B. Sure. We'll call him Matt B. Sure. Okay, Matt B, yeah. <laughs> I mean afford on easily UWP's best player. Um without him, those games would have that match would have been seven nothing and eight nothing like he he kept their team in i mean they were just feeding him the ball i mean you can clearly tell like you know the blockers it was like let's make sure we set three on him you know cannon for on and even the commentators picked up on how good of a game he had against saginaw
0: almost sort of a uh west hopkins almost sort
1: of a west hopkins type strategy and rightfully so he can't got cannon he had a great cannon from underneath and over top too and i i you know you can't see From live stream, how like much dip? But the commentators were saying like, man, like that kid's got like, you know, just I mean, not only cannon, but like twelve to six on his throw. So yeah, Yeah. I thought he played real well.
0: Um, One other thing to note uh, in regards to Saginaw Valley is I think they were without Kyle Foster that weekend. Really? Uh, That's what I heard. Hmm. Um, I can't confirm it right now because my internet connection is uh, pretty. Pretty crummy. It's fine. Um, but assuming that was the case um, last year, I was told Kyle was, you know, far and away their most important player. Maybe not their.
1: I heard that too. Yeah, yeah I heard that too. Yeah,
0: he. Um, I don't know if he's like the best at everything, but mm-hmm. just from what I've heard, he was the most important guy. Like he's their X factor. So if they're taking Grand Valley to mm-hmm. overtime without arguably their most important player, I, they some guys on their team might argue otherwise. I'm not sure. Right. Um, I don't know anyone. Uh, personally, on their team. So, if someone wants to hit me up, I'd love to know about Saginaw's yeah. team.
1: I know they saw about uh, Cody Putnam, seasoned vet. Yeah. I saw, actually, I saw him. He had he had a couple really good points against uh, Grand Valley. I uh, really like this play.
0: The, the one, the, the tall guy, uh, his last
1: name's Miller. No, still, for the life of me, can't remember his first name. Yeah. Um, they got some big mouth on their team, man. They got some ginormous guys. Try not to curse. I didn't curse. I didn't th- <laughs> curse. I know. I know. Uh, yeah. you, cut it, you cut it close. I did, but I did say it. All right, moving along. Okay, let's move on.
0: All right, so uh, afterwards, there was uh, in Western Kentucky, um, Yeah. the every season that happens clash of the Commonwealth between Kentucky and Western Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't know why I said any, every season said Daniel, whatever. That's fine. Um, where Kentucky came out 2-1 to one on top, um, but... From what I heard about this, uh, Western went up first. At half. They were up and at half. They were up at a half. Um, you know, a lot of people might have been counting out Western to make a lot of progress this year, but um, if I remember correctly, they had one of the top three highest um, like highest amount of rookies at Nationals last year. Yeah, right? I think they did. Mm-hmm. I think it was maybe like Nick Johnson, Alex Orles, and then a crew of rookies with them. Yep. Um, don't really remember. Um But, you know, last year, if that's the case, um, you know, you're going from your first year to your second year not only individually but as a team
1: um, because Nick Johnson wasn't there to play with them. Nope, he's out. He's out, correct me, I think he's out the entire semester. Uh, I believe he is. I think he is. I think he's out the entire semester.
0: Yep. Um, So the fact that they're taking out Kentucky, a team who pulled off an upset at Nationals taking out Maryland, um, who is a well-known catching team uh, with a lot of young talent as well. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's surprising to see that Western took off the first point, but I I can't necessarily say right now with how raw a team the Hilltoppers are that Kentucky came back in the second half and took the two to one victory. It just experience,
1: you know. I mean, Kentucky had so many rookies last year too. When, yeah. like thirteen out of the fifteen. They had some. It was that. Zach Brown, Brandon Engelman, and Drew Greenwald. That was it. And then 12, other, I think 12 freshmen. I think, I know they had 12, but
0: I think that was on the total roster. Yeah. I, I think they might have had a few more returning players who so I so, just
1: don't know the name of. So, all I know from this match is that Western was up at half, and UK won in the second half. They took two points from them, and they won 2-1. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I remember last year, I watched a match from Western Kentucky versus Kentucky. And there's a name I want to throw out here, and he never gets recognition. I want to throw out Josh Hicks. Of Western Kentucky, he seemed like a really scrappy player, but he did it all really well. Um, I don't, I didn't see any video for. I don't even know if he played in this tournament, but I'm just throwing a name from Western Kentucky who I want to keep an eye on for the future. I don't know what year he is, but I really liked him watching him play last year. So I hope he made an impact in that match.
0: More unlikely, probably a freshman last year. Yeah,
1: probably he was. Yeah. I really he was great though, man. I really liked watching him play.
0: Yeah, um, so you know, obviously Kentucky and Western will get in some more action oh, this season. Yeah, goes they'll see we'll see each other
1: three, four more times,
0: and, and uh, some other teams as well. Yep. Um, so you know, it'll be fun to see if uh, if Western can make some more progress and maybe pull off an upset like they did a couple of years ago.
1: At Good O.C. for Western, man. Kentucky is like a lot of people's sleeper teams this year, man. Going up one nothing on a team like Kentucky, I mean, that's hard to do, man. I mean, the the all too hated dark horse term. The all too hated dark horse
0: term. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Ready go on? Yep. Uh, so, um, recently there was also the Bowling Green invite. Um, Bowling Green getting in a home tournament, uh, I guess, maybe in preparation for how they're going to host Nationals, um, mm-hmm. or if not, just just because they want to have a home tournament. Yep. Um, so this tournament featured, uh, I believe it was an all-Ohio affair. There was Kent State, Akron, Ohio State, Baldwin-Wallace, uh, Bowling Green, obviously, and then... NCDA newcomer Ohio University. Um, so the results, I uh, don't have them in front of me. What each team's record was. Uh, give me one second. Uh, both Kent and Ohio State went three zero. They did not play each other. Um, Bowling Green went one and two. Akron went one and two. Baldwin Wallace also went one and two. And then newcomer Ohio went zero and three. So John, yeah, you know, we don't have. Time to go through every single match, um, but tell me what your takeaway from this tournament was. Okay,
1: so first off, right before this match, uh, you know, so I think it was, I think it might be Colin O'Brien, I think you wrote a preview mm-hmm. for this, and it was right when Bowling Green's um, like preview for the year came out, and I, had, I saw in that preview or something um, that they posted the schedule. I first of all just want to say, I give so much credit, and I posted this, I commented on this. I give so much props to Bowling Green because they had five other teams come at that tournament. And rather than schedule some of the easier teams to their first two matches of the year, they went with Ohio State and Kent State. And they made they made the schedule for this their home tournament. And they wanted to face the, the the by far the best two teams at that tournament first. And I know they went one and two. I know they lost to Ohio State and Kent State, but I think that shows a lot about where this team wants to be talent-wise, experience-wise, at the end of the year. And I really, really like what Bowling Green, you know, overall.
0: Yeah. Um, Bowling Green's another one of those teams that uh, thinks they can make a big jump from last year to this year. Um, and to their credit, you know, they only lost to Kent State 2-1. to one. Um, don't, know yeah. what, don't know what sort of roster Kent was bringing this year, but in years past we know that probably wouldn't have been the case uh, if Kent State had their full roster available because obviously we know what happened at ODC last year. Yes. Um, they only lost to OSU three nothing, um, which is like doesn't seem very fantastic. But you know you're losing three to nothing to a team that took JMU a Final Four team to overtime during pool play last year at nationals. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's 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 a step in the right direction at least. Huge for more step upsetting. in
1: the right direction.
0: Um, my my biggest takeaway from this is uh is welcome Ohio. Yeah, right. Good for OA, yeah. University yeah. of Ohio. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, I I was a little bummed that. There wasn't enough time in the schedule for OSU and Kent to play each other this year. Oh, nah, right? yeah, I'm not. Even, I, was, yeah. I I'd like to see uh, how that's shaked yeah. out, but you know, hey, we're only
1: remakes the roster. I get it. They, yeah, yeah
0: no, I, and I'm sh- I'm sure both Ohio State and Kent recognize they're gonna play each other at some point this yeah. year. You know, both teams are probably more interested in playing newcomers like Baldwin Wallace or Akron or Ohio, just so they can see some more teams. Because I mean, we understand being stuck on the East Coast, it gets pretty pretty boring seeing the same teams over and over again. Yep. Not that we have anything against them. We just like to see more teams.
1: Right? Also, I mean, with that tournament, I know I just talked about them, but Bowling Green, man, two, only losing 2 to 1 against Kentman, that that was kind of the one score that kind of surprised me cuz I thought Kent would win like 3 nothing, 4 nothing, not not 2 to 1. Yeah. Might have been might just be me, but you know, I thought that was actually that is
0: one of only two games that was not a shutout in that yeah, tournament. No, that
1: that I mean the only other one being Kent and Baldwin Wallace. On but... the preview below it on the N C D A site, I posted my predictions for all the games and mm-hmm. I was right on every game. I look back on it, I'm like, there weren't that many hard games to choose from. I'm not... like I'm like Ohio State's gonna beat everyone, Kent's gonna beat everyone, you know, like it, it, it kind of fall fell into place, you know, like I think the teams Ohio and Kent both went three 0 easily the best teams there. Bowling Green went one and two. Probably the third best team there. Then there's, you know, bowling Wallace and then Akron and then Ohio. You know? Yeah. Um, wait, did you say Baldwin Wallace and then Akron? Baldwin Wallace, then Akron, then Ohio.
0: I might have Akron above Baldwin Wallace right now. Um,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I mean, it's tough. Yeah. Um, they, they
0: didn't play each other at yeah. this tournament. That's one really we play. said we wanted to see. Yeah. Yeah, um, that was when we said we wanted to see. So, yeah. for the future, if someone puts Akron and Baldwin Wallace together, uh, we'll definitely. Yeah, like, I, I could get both. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll be looking to see what happens there. But, yeah, me too. Um, I, I think just because Baldwin Wallace was completely new to the league last mm-hmm. year, I think they only made one tournament. And um, Akron, even though they have new leadership, still had um Sam Sakarekia to. To kind of get them into everything and understand how the league works. They got,
1: they got someone who knows the game, they got leadership. That's two I, yeah. huge things right there.
0: I, I think that, for me, is what would have me put Akron above Baldwin right now. Yeah. Um, but, no, I mean, I, I can't wait to see Ohio State and Kent State uh, go head to head this year. Uh, see what so happens. So excited. Um, but, you know, more importantly for me, since this is my last ride through the league, I mm-hmm. um, I'm just I'm happy to see that the expansion continues right um, and that more teams are getting interested in getting into the league because that for me um, I will hopefully keep my ties with the league afterwards but whether I'm still around or not it's great to know that things are still building and they're not staying stagnant
1: got schools like you know Virginia Tech just submitted their stuff you yeah know, good for vT you know yeah. Yeah, we can, we can talk about that a little further on. But, yeah, yeah um, I just to mention it. Yeah, definitely. Uh,
0: last tournament uh, that has happened so far was a doubleheader between Grand Valley and Michigan State. Uh, Grand Valley certainly going into this looking for revenge after their uh, their disappointing loss to them the first time around. Uh, took the first match 2-1 in overtime, but then Michigan State came back and pulled off,
1: I guess if they're 2-1 against them right now, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, can we call that an upset? The yeah, I, time I, I still think Michigan State beating Grand Valley is an upset right now. Like, I, I really do. Yeah, It I'm might that, just be. I, a, I think that's a fair call. You know what? You know what? Grand Valley's earned the right to still call that an upset. Grand Valley's earned the right the last three years to call that an upset. Yeah. Right now. You know, yeah. maybe start of the second half. Maybe I'll think differently. But. I think if it were the second half of the season, I, I would say that it may
0: not be an upset. But I think knowing how young Grand Valley's team is, I think I'm on the same page as Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I haven't had a chance to watch it, but oh, you said that. Uh, oh, it's great dodgeball. It's fantastic to watch. Dave, um, yeah, do you mind? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, okay. Well, first of all, shout out good looks for uh, Peter Bro and Michael Riley of Central Michigan. I believe it's about a two hour ride from Central Grand Valley, and they made the drive to head ref. Both of those games, they did a great job from what I saw. Just, you know, I, I really like, you know, we talk about NCAA as a family. You know, making a two-hour drive, just a ref, a match, you know, two matches, I I just like where the league's at, you know, I think yeah. a lot of people, yeah. Um, okay, so let's get into these matches. So, the first one, Grand Valley taking down Michigan State, 2-1 in overtime. Um, overtime was, <clears throat> did not work out very well for Michigan State, unfortunately, Um. I, I don't know what else to say. I, they, they looked really good uh, in the second half. Overtime, not so much. I mean, Bailey kind of did his thing. Terenzi and Morley were kind of on fire. Like, I, I Grand Valley had the momentum at the end of the game, um and they kind of took it over. Um, they, they
0: did what we would expect Grand Valley to do in the first tournament.
1: Yeah. Um. I know Michigan, uh, Michigan State – Actually, no, I don't know enough about that. I'm not going to talk about it. Okay, let's go. I well, do know a lot about this match, though.
0: Well, um, hold on, though. Um, just because uh, John asked me to do this earlier, and I finally have uh, my reference, uh, there's a few names that John, yeah. John has specifically wanted to shout out on Michigan State's roster. Okay, so, John,
1: so, so the first one. So we're going to go backtrack here, backtracking, okay? First match of the year, impact at IM West, okay? We're going to go to the Michigan State Central game. So Michigan State's up 1-0, nothing. right? Um, It's late in the second half. Central needs the point. And I want to say it was 5-3, man advantage, going to Michigan State. And Ian Ryan makes actually a pretty good throw from half court to reset the shot clock. And I want to get her name right. Becca Chappelle, who was in there. She's been in every match Michigan State has played. I saw her very scrappy, uh, knows her role, but it's like absolutely cool going up to the front line and blocking. Made a huge catch against Ian Ryan, which got uh, Collin back in. And then Colin made a catch, which got Noe back in, and Noe eliminated the last player. So she actually kind of got the ball rolling on all of those. Um, one catch can change a game. One catch. I'm sorry. She got Noe back in. Colin was in the game already. Colin's in the game. She got Noe back in the game, who got the final kill. So it was a big catch, is I what think, I'm saying. I think that's right. Yeah, it is right. Okay, so now I don't know the order of these guys. So um, um, the
0: first name, uh, number sixty-six, the big dude.
1: Okay, um, so he's actually kind of impressed me throughout all of the matches I've seen. I'm gonna try to get his name right. A big guy from Michigan State wears the sleeveless shirt. Number sixty-six. Number sixty-six, Dan Grogus. I believe that's Grogus. rogus Okay, Dan Grogus. Great arm. They're actually kind of leaning on him, I think, as their number one thrower. I really do. Um, and he's made some really good. Really good throws. More importantly, we're going to get into this game in a second, but their last match, Michigan State, where they just beat Grand Valley 2-0, he had a huge catch um, to get even more players back at Michigan State. And then the last name we'll I want to go to, another player all around, his game's been well, Costa Virgos. Virgos, is
0: that right? Uh, Virgos looks right. I think it might be, yeah. it's either Costa or Costa.
1: Okay. Sure. He wears a white headband around. Uh, I don't know his number, but I've seen all around good game for him. Okay. So now we'll get. Now we're gonna get into this. So Michigan State Saginaw, that second match of the last, um, that last match doubleheader at Grand Valley Gauntlet Part Two. Michigan State, if you didn't see it on live stream, was up one point one to nothing, and so second point Grand Valley in the second half dominates. They have Colin O'Brien, and it is thirteen on one. I kid you not. Grand Valley lost that point, and it was 13-on-1. Um, I remember we talked about this. Remember two years ago when Kevin Bailey um, had that like amazing overtime against Michigan State, and he like, single-handedly won them overtime? It was two years ago, and it was at Grand Valley. Do you remember or, that?
0: Was it two or three? It was I, two or
1: three. I, I think it was three yeah. because that
0: was when they were still wearing their blue jerseys. So yeah. I know Ohio State, they had the black jerseys out. So I think that was three years ago. Okay. I think that was when Kevin was a freshman.
1: Okay, fair enough. This individual performance by Colin O'Brien was better than that of Kevin Bailey three years ago. I, I kid you not. This man made I think I think I called, I think I count, I think it was five catches on 13 on one to bring, you know, people back in. Then, like, that person would get out. But, it like, he was, at like, 13 at one on one point. He was on eight at one, six on one. Um, and he made a catch, actually, a huge one to me. All of his catches were big. Uh, he brought Wes Peters back in. Uh, I encourage everyone to go on live stream and watch um, the second point. Wes Peters got three people out on throws, which I honestly can't believe I'm saying. Because uh, Wes has a good arm. He's just more yeah, known, he's just more known for, for catching, right? I, his, I don't his, see arm, it enough. his arm's still really good. Yeah. Uh, Colin and West, you talk about senior leadership taking over a match. Ladies and gentlemen, I kid you not, once again, it was 13 Grand Valley players on one Michigan State players. And another thing I talked to you about, it was funny because Grand Valley's, I think a couple members of their B team were commentating. And, like, you could tell when it was eight on one, they still had no confidence because Kevin Bailey was out. Anthony Crocky was out, Austin Morley, mm-hmm. and who else is the other big name I'm missing? Aaron Trenton. And thank you. And Aaron Trenton. Those four players were out, and like <clears throat> even their B team, D-P-B team was like, there's no one to throw. And they just kept throwing catch after catch after catch. to It was easily the best single performance I've ever seen on a Dolphins. And like no one's talking about it, too, which kind of ticks me off a little bit that he's not getting enough credit. But it was incredible. He caught... It had so many huge catches. It was absolutely unbelievable to see. Well, I mean, for being
0: honest, Colin has lived almost his whole career under the radar. Yeah, um, and he's not no more. <laughs> not no more. he's, he's been started. one of yeah. the best, if not arguably the top player in the league. Um, uh, um, his name's definitely thrown in there
1: with one of the best, with the best in the league.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know where I'd put him right now, but you know yeah. he he's up there. Um, but you know, he he went from being a guy who. Was sort of mentioned in the aftermath of, oh yeah, Colin's there. He's really good, but I-, I guess maybe there wasn't a film or Michigan State wasn't able to travel as much where he just didn't get as much publicity as the other guys. Yep. Or it's also because you know he's following a Mike Van Nuysman who was following a Sam Hiller. Eller, yeah, um, you know guys who are well known who did a lot around the league, and Colin does a lot around the league, but he also like. Unless he's in a game and he's fired up for that, you know, he, he's not really
1: into drawing the limelight to himself. He stays so calm and collective on the court. Like he gets, he like he gets excited, but he is calm. Like he understands when is the time to celebrate, and when's the time to still be like in the moment, like on the court. I it, you can just see from his presence on the court. Team uh, knows they have a chance when he's in. I've seen him get pretty emotional. I'm not sure how like Like, oh no, he got very emotional. But like <laughs> when he makes big catches, like. He he's calm, but he understands, like, I still need to be in this game. I can't celebrate for, like, But minutes. But
0: you, you can tell that he
1: wants to explode. Oh, yeah, there was one point, like, his hands were up in the air, and he, he didn't get a call or something, and he was, like, jumping up and down. He was so pissed, it was so funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, he, he's one of the smartest players we've seen, but he's also one of the most animated players that we've yeah. ever seen. Also, he I don't think he gets enough credit for this. I, I don't think there's one player, maybe, that at least I've seen in the league, that makes better throws to reset the shot clock than Colin. If, like I all I can say is go to live stream and just watch they lean on him so much on junk throws and he throws it he knows exactly where to throw it every time two to three feet in front and he doesn't give them opportunities to catch his throws are never high his throws are never high if anything a bad throw will hit the knees but like he you know he a lot of the time to reset throws he doesn't pinch it he just like throws it and he'll purposely throw it two three feet in front to reset the shot a lot of I've never really thought about that. So oh no, I'm, so I'm, I've,
0: I've never really. It, oh, it, trust no, me. I, I you see it. You it's see never it. it's never crossed my mind, so I really
1: don't know what to say about that. It's great. I, I'll, I'm I'll just go, saying. Yeah. I'll go ahead and agree with. Trust you on me. That. Just trust me on this one. I'll, yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. Okay, are All we right. done recapping games? Yeah. Um,
0: and just because I wanted to get this point in, um, because I watched them during the first round. Um, it hasn't been announced yet, or at least by the time that we post this, mm-hmm. it hasn't been announced yet. Um, but a baller of the month will be someone else. But my personal vote would have gone to Dan Grogas to be baller of the month. Um, okay, it, it's gonna go elsewhere, but that that was my personal opinion. Um, um he absolutely he, he played lights out. He absolutely would have been my
1: baller of the month too. I, if you can't give it to people who have won it before, you you it absolutely just. Should have been Dan just in my well, opinion. also, I mean, you you mentioned he's got a good arm, but he also made a lot of clutch, clutch catches. clutch catches. Huge. He made. I told you. I just said in that last one, Michigan State was up two nothing. He made a huge catch. Colin caught it back in, and he repaid the favor. He made up. He made a huge catch. Yeah.
0: Um. So now that we're done recapping everything, we'll move on to. It feels good to get um, done
1: recapping everything. Uh, there, there's been a
0: lot of tournaments that happened so far. It's been a busy early part. of the Really season. has, man. Um, so moving on to the future, uh, this upcoming weekend, uh, this is assuming I can get everything up in time, uh, but I will hopefully have that done. We've got Grand Valley Gauntlet Round 3, which hosts the, the four major players in Michigan, Grand Valley, Saginaw, Central, Michigan State, and then uh, the top three teams in the Ohio region, Bowling Green, Kent, Ohio State, and Kentucky. Um, I have absolutely no idea how Green I mean, Valley is going to fit all these matches in. They'll um, figure it out. I'm sure most teams will get three, four matches in a day. Cause I, I think have, three would be success with that many teams. I yeah, maybe they have a lot of space available. Who knows? Um, but maybe they do. I, I'm sure they'll get it all off. Um, we don't. The schedule hasn't been released yet. Um, we haven't. Have we seen a tournament with this many teams at it that isn't nationals? I mean, is, is it eight? This is eight teams right now. Yeah,
1: there was a tournament last year with like nine or ten. I forget what it was, but I think it was one of the Ohio tournaments, but not this early in the season at least.
0: Yeah, no, it's. I'm, I'm surprised to see this many teams there. Not that I don't think they would travel, just that it's this early in the season and that you've got this many teams committed. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, you know, we were discussing um, we don't know who's going to play who.
1: Um, How about we do, if you had a pick one match you would want to see live? Live. That's um, not like one of the matches we you always. You can't do that to me because that question is so loaded. Okay.
0: Because um, I, like, I want to see Saginaw play everybody because I don't know who like what they what they're bringing to the table this year. I want to see Central run it back against Michigan State because MSU got their second shot with Grand Valley and their third shot. Right. Um, I want to see how Grand Valley stacks up in, a, Valley, in a in okay. a longer tournament because they've only played at most, two matches in a tournament. I mean, they've played three weekends so far, but they've only played two matches each weekend. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, I want to see how their full roster
1: is going to match up over a long day. Yeah, I think this tournament, more than any, we will really get to see where everyone stands. I think- we, have, I mean, we have the four best teams in Michigan and probably three other top ten teams in the league, in Ohio State, Kentucky, and Kent State. And then Bowling Green is probably like eleventh or twelfth. Like we, it's a great tournament.
0: I think if I had to pick one, I think I would have actually. I think I would actually pick Ohio State against anybody. In I would say I was thinking Ohio State versus Central. Uh, I anybody in the Michigan region. I I don't care who it is because I don't know if they'll play anyone or if they'll play all of them for that yeah. matter. Um, but you know, a lot of people still consider the fact that we beat them last year, a huge upset, especially with the way Ohio state showed out during the first day against uh, JMU taking JMU to overtime. Yeah. And from what I remember, they didn't have an easy schedule besides JMU. No. They Um, played
1: JMU, Maryland, and someone, those are two tough games right there.
0: Yeah. So that like, you know, they, they played good competition on day one. Um, but the, um, they, they have so much talent. Um, Ohio that, State, yeah, yeah, they, they they have talent across the board. It's just I don't know if they've been able to recognize their full level of talent.
1: So. I mean, they have star. They have Josh Connor. I, I you know I put him in my preseason All American team. I think he's going to blow up this year. Watch out, number seven, Ohio State, Marshall bottom. I'm just saying, watch out. He's my player. He's one of my players to watch this season.
0: Um, yeah, I just I, I want to see how they're gonna. React because this is their second tournament, but it's the first tournament where they're going to go into any match as an underdog. Because you know we know that they're not going to be underdogs
1: against Baldwin or Akron or Ohio. No. So. All these games, I I would love to see. Oh, guys, if you're coming to this, if you're, I hope this gets posted in time. Tournaments in the future, Michigan State does a great job of it. Please live stream stuff. Please record it somehow. It's like it's by far. The best way we can see, you know, you get to watch a team actually play. You know, no one did anything for the Ohio State, Kent State, the, I'm sorry, Bowling Green's tournament. Live stream stuff is great because we get to see teams like we watch it live. Like I watched, we had, for anyone who doesn't know, I think we had at least five or six people watching the Grand Valley Michigan tournament this weekend live. Shameless live stream plug there. All right. All right.
0: Yeah, guys, seriously. So, l-
1: no, I was just going to say,
0: please, live stream stuff, too. I just wanted to say shameless live stream plug. Oh, yeah. No, I, no. I'm I watching Dodgeball. No, if you guys can definitely do it, uh, please find someone, pay someone, do what you have to do. We're going to do a weekend at JMU. Uh, we'll guys, have it. Well, I promise you we'll have live stream
1: going for our tournament. 95% promise from me. No, I won't. From me. I'll, I'll, yeah, okay. 100% promise from John Shaw. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah, um... But
0: yeah, you know, I know JMU will also do what they can to get stuff done because they they're normally really good about that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't see anything anything changing. Um, but that's that tournament. Um, please do live stream if you can. As a final note, um, I know I've said that like three times now, but please uh-huh. do. It's great for us and the rest of
1: the league. Um, but we'll finish that with. There's gonna be no bad game in that tournament.
0: Yeah. Um. So after that tournament. There is going to
1: be, um, it's Kent State's open shit. Well, first off, no cursing. Second off, oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> um, we also My bad. We, we, we glossed over this. Um, on what I believe is earlier in the uh, earlier in the season, we have uh, the what was the Kentucky tournament that got moved to Kent. And we also have the Battle of Valleys. So now we're backtracking. So I'm sorry we had we had our dates a little backwards there. Oh, my bad. Um. So Battle of Valleys. Um. Grand Valley and Saginaw are running it back. Uh. What do, What do you expect to happen?
1: Are they just playing one time? Do we know?
0: Uh, I think it's just one time. We'll clap. One time for bragging rights. Um.
1: Dude, I have no idea. What do you think? I. <laughs> I don't, know, like, I don't know where to judge Grand Valley right now. I really don't. I don't know where to judge Saginaw either. Yeah. I mean, they always play each other tough. Saginaw, I'm telling you, I watched on live stream, they're not scrubs. They're another solid, good team. Like They could win, the, they could well, win it all this year. They're too. never scrubs. No. Um, I'd, I'd honestly be just completely taking a shot in the dark if I told you I thought I was going to win this. Gut, I think Grand Valley... God, dude, I don't. I don't know. I, I. I'm gonna say Grand Valley wins this one as well. Like two one. Uh, gut feeling. Grand Valley wins just because that's sort of like the pre-mindset for everything. But oh uh, yeah, they
0: they took them to overtime last time without Kyle
1: Foster who. He's a, a really solid player. Yeah,
0: and it's not like Saginaw; it like only survives on Kyle. They have talent otherwise, Dude, but they had a lot of
1: talent on that
0: team. Yeah, no, absolutely. But you throw Kyle in there, and that just makes them. They're yeah, probably better. overall
1: their best player.
0: Yeah, that makes them so much better. So gut, uh, gut feelings, Grand Valley, but some, something in my brain is telling me to flip it and say they go into overtime again. But <laughs> they better they better change the way they play overtime though. I mean, it's one—it's one time. You don't know what will happen the next time.
1: No, no, I—that wasn't a knock or anything. I'm just saying they—they they even know they have to, you know, change up their strategy or something for overtime. Yeah, um, but I—I th- I think
0: my brain just wants to tell me that if Kyle's there, that that's a big difference, um, and yeah. that I think Saginaw takes it. Okay. No, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's move on. Yeah, so also that weekend is uh, the Kent State tournament that I alluded to. Uh, this tournament has Ohio State, Michigan State, Kent State, Kentucky, and Akron. <laughs> Another great tournament.
1: Can't yeah. wait to see this one.
0: And again, just so this doesn't get confused, this is happening two weeks before Grand Valley Gauntlet Part 3 that we accidentally mentioned too soon. Okay. Um, so I guess since we, we actually do have the schedule to this one, um, How about we
1: do, real quick, just who we think is going to win each game. No reason, just who we think is going to win each game.
0: All right. Uh, so let's start. 11 o'clock block, we've got Kent State versus Kentucky.
1: Who you got? Who do I have? Yeah. Um, I think that's like the hardest matchup of the day. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah, it's probably one of the hardest one to pick. Um,
0: Gut feeling. UK. I'm going to go opposite you. I'm going to say Kent State. Okay. Uh, also, during their 11 o'clock block, we've got Akron versus Michigan State. Akron.
1: <laughs> no i'm sorry sorry sam I, I had to do it no michigan state <laughs>
0: i actually thought you were being serious there for a <laughs> Did second. You
1: really i'm sorry I, I was worried i'm sorry i'm sorry i can't do it I sam was... that's not a knock on your team I, I it's really not i just i thought it'd be funny i i was worried about you there for a second. <laughs> all right it completely um... completely takes away any credibility of what i thought for the rest of this for the previous of this podcast Moving
0: along, uh, the twelve fifteen block uh, features also probably the toughest game of the day, that, uh-huh. or could be the toughest game of the day. Kent State versus OSU. Uh, uh, Ohio State. I've also got Ohio State in that uh-huh. one. Uh, then Akron versus UK. UK. Um, definitely UK. I think they've got too much catching. Yeah. Um, one thirty block. We've got OSU running it back against Akron. Sean. Uh, Ohio State. Ohio State. Uh, another game, Michigan State versus Kentucky, two catching teams. Uh, no, no reason for each, just saying that they're two great catching teams could go either way.
1: Who you got? Uh, Michigan State. Um, Michigan State in probably what I think could be like an upset alert. I really do think UK coming off, coming off a hot win, I think they're going to have at, against Kent State. And then another one against Akron. I think they come out firing. I'm, I'm still going to pick Michigan State, but I'm going to say like 2-1 or 3-2. I've got Michigan State in a closer game than most people might predict. Uh, so, well, like, well, just what I said. Yeah, exactly yeah.
0: what you said. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I think Michigan State could shut out Kentucky.
1: So do I. Like, it wouldn't surprise if they won 4-0. But I, if if I think UK beats Kent State and Akron in a row, they're going to come out hot for Michigan State.
0: I, I think they'll come out hot, but I think because um, Michigan State is refing during the second block, I think they'll be a little bit more rested. Yeah, that's um, true.
1: Sometimes that's not a great thing though. You know, sometimes, sometimes you just want to like you just want to go. Yeah, but yeah. compare
0: third game to second game, arms are already a little bit more worn. You, n- you never know what could happen there. Fair enough. Um, but I've got Michigan State. Uh, both of us have it as a close match. Okay. Um, um, after that
1: is the very important break. Sean, who you got winning the break? I've got the break winning the break. You got the break winning the break. Who <laughs> okay, got fair enough? Yeah. I got the break winning the break too. I've got pizza winning the break. <laughs> I've got Akron
0: winning the break. All right. Um Kent State versus Akron. Kent State. Uh also got Kent State. Uh-huh. Ohio State versus Michigan State.
1: That's gonna be a great game. Michigan State. I can't do it. Um Michigan State three to two. Got Mich- Fast-paced game, I think. I've got Michigan State in a
0: slower-paced game, 2-1, to one, with Ohio State a chance to take it to overtime, but they can't capitalize and the clock runs out.
1: That, that, was, that's, very, that was very specific. Very that's, what I, that's what I've got going on. You really
0: felt, put some thought into that, didn't you? Yep. That's impressive. Does your brain hurt? No, it doesn't.
1: Okay. Feels real. great. Look <laughs> out of boy. Alright. All right. Uh, Kent State versus Michigan State in the last <clears throat> block of the day. All these games are tough, man. Uh, I, I I still got to go with Michigan State. I'm going with Michigan State going 4 out. This is arguably uh, one of the best rivalries in the NCDA
0: that, frankly, doesn't get talked about. Cause the, like they they normally what? get Kent State versus Michigan State. Cause they normally that's get, a rivalry. They dude, have you not seen them the last few years? They get mashed up against each other in nationals, and it is in. Has, yes. Is it? Really? It is
1: nuts. I'll take your word for that. I, I, I'm i not lying. I'm kind of ashamed of myself. I didn't know that. Like, I have... Th- that's one of the matches where I see,
0: like, the most yelling at referees I have ever, ever seen. Ever seen, yeah. And it's not because the refs are doing poorly. It's just because bo- like they're highly contested matches, and both teams want to win so badly. Yeah. Like, going back to the Dan Shackleford, Cam Fulmer days. Like, Billy they, Cameron days. Yeah, they were... Hotly contested games,
1: and they continue to be so. That is true. You know, I'm I'm sorry. I'm disappointed in myself. You're right. I knew that. Yeah. Um, so you pick
0: I got Michigan State winning, but oh, I, think, yeah. I think
1: it's going to be really close
0: again. Okay. Like what?
1: Two one. One nothing. Three two. Uh,
0: two one. Two one. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think I think that's going to be one of those slow down, knock them out, drag them down kind of games. Just I like it. Whoever can survive survives. Um, and then the other last game of the day going on: Ohio State versus Kentucky. Ohio State. Uh, okay, got him. Sorry, we haven't noted this, but this is actually very important. Akron is refing a younger team refing two very important matches. They'll be. I'm sure they'll be good oh, at, at good it, but there, call, there might be some things that they miss that could be crucial
1: in this game. Yeah. Mhm. Um. I don't know. I I still gotta pick Ohio State. i I'm, I'm pretty high on Ohio State this year. Yeah. Once, once again, one surprise you UK pull off the upset. I really, I I really need to see University of Kentucky.
0: Yeah, I, I really do. I've got Ohio State. Um, I think I've got this one as a two point spread,
1: but I think. I think three one.
0: Three three one sounds. Yeah, that right. sounds right.
1: Yeah. Um. But I, you know, we could see it changing. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, remember UK, in my opinion, probably first, second best catcher in the league, senior year, Drew Greenwald.
0: Yeah, I love I love watching him play. Uh, another player that doesn't get as much recognition, but Brilliant. is easily up on top of the uh, the conversation, of could be best player in the league in
1: Greenwald. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And they still have you know experienced Brandon Engelman, their captain. Yep, come back. Um, I did hear. I just texted him actually. Um, I know this would have been his last year. Uh, it's it's going to be his last year? Zach Brown's out with surgery. That's big. Senior leadership gone for UK right there. Nah, I'm just throwing it out there. That's big loss right there. Yeah. For you guys. Throw uh, out there.
0: So, the last tournament that we'll preview for tonight, because uh, we're running a little bit long now, uh, the first action of any going on on the East Coast. Hey, yo! We've got JMU's Pumpkin Fest number two. This features James Madison as the host, <clears throat> Penn State, Towson. yee That was really loud. Virginia Commonwealth, Maryland. And right now, not expected to be there, but maybe hopefully we'll make a last-minute climb to be in there. Uh, and Stevenson, um, don't know if they'll come down. Not likely. Or Virginia no, Tech. That, um, I'd hold my breath less on that. Tonight. Yeah, no, I know, I know, I know, I um, know. But, hey, if Virginia Tech shows up, then sure. I, yeah, I know Derek will, and everyone else they works with will uh, do their best to make the schedule work around those, um, and they'll do an awesome job as they always do. Uh, so this one we also have the schedule in front of us the first block of games we've got uh two varsity matches and one jv match going on we've got james madison starting off the day against penn state then we've got um what a lot of people around the league um including myself consider to be one of the top rivalries in the league Mm -hmm. Um, easily one of the most hottest contested and most argued amongst players and referees matches, uh, Maryland and Towson. Hey yo. And then we've also got JMU's JV squad against VCU's JV squad. Okay. Um, so this one we know a little bit more about, so I guess we can talk a little bit more in depth. I'm sorry, VC doesn't have a B squad, do they? They do. They have 40 players a part of their club this year. And I think, what? I think they plan to
1: bring
0: ring. What? Them. Yep. BCU uh, stepping up, man. Yep. Got a uh, preview article for them coming out soon. So do you? Okay. I we'll, like that. We'll uh, be able to read up about that. Um, but uh, we can talk a little bit more in depth, just not too in depth. Um, so JMU versus Penn State, what do you got?
1: Right, I got JMU. Well, yes, but you can <laughs> – <laughs>
0: I said more in depth, John.
1: That, that is um, – I'm going to go with the JMU a little more – uh, in depth probably in a minute or two. All, all I want to know is, I know a little, little bit about Penn State. We know how much JMU lost. Words can't. I, there's no team that's suffered bigger losses, in my opinion, than probably JMU. If you look at it on paper, JMU lost a lot. There's no way they take a big step back, maybe a small step back, but, I mean, first match of the year, they've come out hyped. Derek Pierce, Ben Sizemore, their, you know, captain, former captain, they're going to be ready for this, JMU.
0: Yeah, um, I I don't know what to say about Penn State because I know that they'll still be missing one of their captains in Will Deutsch. Oh, he's not gonna be there. He won't be there. He is oh. he's unavailable until if I think the spring, if not the spring, he's not available until nationals. Why is that? Injured? No, he's uh, doing like a co op somewhere, so he's he's busy. He can't make it. A co op? He, awesome. He's doing yeah. He's, <laughs> Great he's, reason to miss dodgeball. No, he's doing big things. Um, He's doing big things. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is, but I know he sounds something. important. Yeah, um, but I know Penn State. Uh, they they played pretty well at nationals last year. Yes. Uh, they got um, their first win against a non East Coast team against DePaul. They won. Um, they shagging on Grand Valley, well. Yeah, uh, played can't well that. Good. Um, yeah, I don't know how they'll come out. Uh, they have, I believe, the longest drive out of everyone. Actually, it's not even. I believe they do have the longest drive out of anyone. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm sure they'll probably leaving the morning of, uh, which won't make it easy on them. But they'll they'll play as hard as they can. But JMU is just simply going to overpower them. It's not even it's not even close. <laughs> yep. And then the matchup that simply because I'm a homer, um, I will obviously be paying more attention to and playing during. Uh, the one that I've been waiting for since last year, us against Maryland. I'll let you take the one on uh, the lead on this. No, I took the last one. It's all you, man. Oh, you gotta do that to me. All right. Um, Just be nice, Sean.
1: Oh, I. Just be nice. That's all I'm gonna say. Play nice <sighs> with others.
0: Yeah. Um. God, this. There, there's no way this game is gonna be more than a one point spread. If it's a two point spread in either direction, I would be shocked. Um. So I think there was only one match last year that was a two-point spread. Yeah. And I think that was the first match of the season. Absolutely. And after that, every match was just a one-point spread or an overtime game. Yep. Um, so it's it's going to be close. It's always close. Um, it'll be interesting with VCU refing this game uh, since they're off this block. Um, you know, there, there's going to be a lot, of, a lot of arguing on both sides. There's going to be a lot of... Will this happen? Will that happen? Yada, yada yada yada. Um, yada, yada, yada. So, as much as we wish it wasn't partially in the ref's hands, uh, this match will be partially in the ref's hands. Which um, will be VCU. Yep. Um, so that that will be interesting to see how that goes. So, but yeah, It will be. Um, if I'm being honest in my opinions, I think last year Maryland was a more cohesive team with less talent than us. But I think we were the more talented team that just took longer to grow because we were a very young team. Um, so, like I said, it's it's not like it's going to be a big spread either direction. But I think for the first time in over a year, we finally break the Maryland hump again. Uh, that took us a while to do when we were younger players, uh, and I think we I think we come out on top to start the day. But I I couldn't see this going higher than two to one. Gotcha. So what do you have? Towson.
1: Would you like to go more in-depth? Nope. Towson. I'm just going to leave my thoughts there.
0: You're killing me, Smalls. I'm
1: just going to leave my thoughts there. All right. Towson. (laughs) for nothing. Okay, now you're insane. No, no, I'm just kidding. No, that's Um, that's insanity. (laughs) uh, Towson. All right. Did I mention I think Towson will win? Yeah, I, I, I think we got that. Okay, Towson.
0: All right, uh, so during the second block, uh, we've got um, what we would probably say is also going to be... We forgot
1: about JMU B-team versus BTU B-team. I've got JMU B-team in the landslide. Okay, so do I. Okay, let's move on.
0: Okay. Um, we've got what will should be another hotly contested game. Um, this one, um, I'll go a little bit more in-depth on JMU this time, but I'll let you take the lead. Uh, we've got James Madison versus Maryland.
1: So, JMU will be coming off a win against Penn State. And Maryland will be calling off a loss against Housen. Um Based on our predictions. No, it's going to happen. Um, so, I would think that Jamie would win. Because I think they're the most talented team, probably, on the East Coast. Do you think it'll be close? Do you think it'll be a big spread?
0: If you, if you had to give me your score prediction for this, what would you, what would you say? 4-0. nothing. What is with you and the 4 nothings? For nothing sounds right to me. All right. Um, well, I, I guess for my take, um, I, I wrote this in my preview article, but for me, I see JMU as kind of an enigma this year. Um, what does
1: enigma mean again? It
0: means you're not really sure what it is. No, nah, no idea. At, at least that's kind of like a layman's way of describing it. I, that's a
1: great, a great term.
0: Um, I just... I don't know what to expect out of them because they're going to be good. They're going yeah. to be really good. That there's no denying that. Um, and unless one of the other teams on the East Coast steps up and take the crown from them, they're gonna be the kings of the East again. That's true. Um, you know, fitting, we'll find out. Fitting that their mascot has a crown on top of its head. Uh huh. Um, but you know, they're gonna be really good. It's just they lost so many guys last year, but they always have so much talent. Mm-hmm. So you sit there and go, well, you can't replace this guy. Well, Jam, you can. Yes, they can. Um, especially because they have owned the East Coast. So it's it's not like they're coming into a losing culture trying to create a winning culture. It's They're a winning culture trying to reload. They have
1: lost one time to an East Coast team. We remember. We were there. Yeah. I, I think I, it's, no, it's I think I, It's been twice. No, they've only lost to Maryland one time.
0: I think, they, uh, I think it's been
1: twice. It's not. All right. Um, well, Trust my, me. We'll I'll, have bet to, my, I'll bet my life on it. I'm not going to go that far. I will Um, <clears throat> Next block, Maryland B team, VCU B team. Sean.
0: Well, hold on. I, I didn't even say... We were, I've got JMU winning, but I just want to see how they're going to play.
1: Um, oh, okay. My bad.
0: No, you're fine. Um, I mean, we'll be playing during this, but I, I'll try to peek over and see what's going on. Um, yeah. Maryland B team, VCU B team. Um, Maryland, Maryland B team. Maryland B team. Yep. Uh, Towson versus Penn State. Um, go ahead.
1: Um... Like we said, we really don't know what to expect from Penn State this year. Mm-hmm. You know, we really have no idea. I know what I personally expect of my, our team. Mm-hmm. I think we should win this game, and I think it should be about three nothing. Yeah, that
0: seems to be the seems to be our consistent score against them, or mm-hmm. at least we're kind of in that range. Um, yeah, you know, we think that Penn State played well uh, at Nationals last year. Absolutely, they played well. Um, You know we don't know who, uh, if anybody, that they'll have at this tournament. Um, You know we're hoping that uh, Justin Lin makes an appearance. Um, Lin sanity. Lin sanity. I don't know if he played at their regular season tournament last year, but I don't think think so. Yeah, I think he was only there at nationals because I think we would have noticed him if he was as good as everyone. Um, He was dirty. Yeah, it was dirty. How they made him out to be. Um, But. What do you think, Sean?
1: Score. I think three nothing sounds right. Cool. Um. Also, it's actually kind of interesting. So VCU is off for the first two blocks. Oh wow! Yeah, they are. Yeah, they got a lot of <laughs> late games. That's awkward. That's yeah. gonna suck. Well, I mean, they've also got the shortest drive. Good call. That's probably why.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, the third, third block. block JMU
1: Towson. Most anticipated in after the day. Nah, I think they will be in awesome, Maryland. Nope. Uh-uh, uh-uh. It's not going to happen. Uh, f- I mean, for me, I've got the
0: most anticipated match of the day being us in Maryland.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, well... No, 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 no. You never get this. JMU with Towson is going to be a, by far the best match of the deck. Well, I hope you're right. I don't know how they will end up being, but I do hope you're right. I got a prediction. What's your prediction? My prediction is 2-1 to one JMU.
0: That would be more points than we took off of JMU all of last season.
1: Oh, we're, we're taking a point from JMU. There's, I I think I almost want to pick us winning this. I don't want to go that far. Oh, I, I really do. I, I'm very high on our team this year.
0: I'm high on our team, but I'm of the mindset that unless somebody shows it, then I won't believe it until it happens. So I'll, You know, I'm, I'm okay with that. But for us, unless we show it, then I can't come out and say, oh, yeah, we're going to take out JMU because we have no historical backing to say that. You know, no, we have not. That's why the matches we were talking about earlier, I was really surprised Michigan State went 2-0 just because history doesn't say that that'll happen. I mean, now that there have been more tournaments that happen and Michigan State has played some more, um, you know, I'm, I'm not as surprised that they beat Grand Valley the second time around, but the first time shocked me. That did. So, you know, if we beat JMU, I'll be ecstatic, but I don't see it happening. Uh, I I don't I, know what I would do if I, we beat JMU. I see it as right now... Um, I think we still got some work to do. I think we still um, think we still got some building to do as a team. I think I've got JMU three to one. JMU three to one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Maryland B team, JMU B team.
1: Probably the best B team matchup of the day. It's it's by far the most anticipated B team matchup of the day. Michael Down is one of the best B team matchups ever, actually. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll do I'll do JMU B team. I'll do JMU B team too. Okay. All right, Maryland uh, Maryland
0: VCU. Still in the third block. I kind of want to say upset alert,
1: but I don't want well, to go, again, I'm not going that far. Uh, Maryland, like, 3, three nothing, 3-1. Three I've got Maryland 4-zip. Okay. Um, Who do you think wins lunch, Sean? Pizza wins lunch. Pizza wins lunch? Pizza wins lunch. Pizza wins lunch. Okay, no problem. I was thinking Taco Bell, but you got to go away from campus. Do
0: they have a Taco Bell near campus? Uh, it's
1: like 10 minutes away. Oh, okay, that's not too bad. Their food's the, sh- the-
0: it's That's, really good. It's really, it's really, good. really good.
1: <laughs> Glad you caught yourself. Yeah, thank you. It's, <laughs> it's phenomenal.
0: All right, uh, coming back after lunch, uh, the alumni game.
1: All right, the alumni
0: game. I've got the, I've got um, JMU players, whether it's alumni or, uh-huh. or varsity, winning
1: that. Don't know who, but it'll happen. God, the alumni. I, I really <laughs> want to pick the alumni, but I'm gonna go with JMU's regular team. Um, I, you
0: know, I know, um, I know he's still a student, but I don't know if Brent will come out. If Brent Grummer will play? Yeah, Brent will be there. I mean, he'll be there. I don't know if he'll play because I know his shoulder um, was kind of wearing down, so I don't know how that's doing now. Um, Yep. hope it's doing better, but don't know where it's at.
1: I miss Brent, I really do. I already
0: miss (laughs) him. I haven't really even – I don't know. All right. Penn State, Maryland. I mean, this for you because, you know, other people haven't heard our conversations, but – you said that there's potential for an upset here. Yeah, I have. Now, th- this is one where I'm not. Gonna they let they you don't.
1: They, if they don't. If they don't have William, what's that name? Will, Will Deutsch. Will Deutsch or Justin Lin. There's no way they're pulling off this upset. I, I think, I think Lin's playing.
0: Lin I mean, is playing. In,
1: in fact, I'm like ninety percent certain he's going to be there. I, I just have too much respect for Marilyn right now, still. I don't well, think I can do it. Explain yourself as to why you think there's an upset chance. I don't know. I mean, I think for Maryland, I mean, I think Michael Cariello is their best overall player. He's probably the best player on a team that no one really knows about. Right? Eartha Sean. Hello?
0: Hi. I was listening. Yeah, Mike Cariello.
1: Yeah, he's probably the best player on the team that no one knows about. Oh. Like i sorry. Let me freeze. Oh. I think he's the best player on a team in the NCDA that no one knows about. I mean, we kind of highlighted
0: him at the end of last
1: year. Did so- we? I did. Um, so okay. I, he's getting some more recognition.
0: It's just it's because Maryland doesn't, other than Nationals, is stuck in the same place yeah. we are that they don't get a chance to get off the East Coast. Right. And they don't have anyone who's, like, working with the league like you and I do. Yeah. Um. So, you know, they, like, everyone knows Rohan. Yeah, I mean, um, he's – Because he's their big name. I mean,
1: speed-wise, he's top five speed in the league. Yeah. Right um, I mean, and Tyler Wilden's healthy. I mentioned his name. He was – I'm just saying, he was – he was the X Factor when JMU beat Maryland. I'm sorry, when Maryland beat JMU like two years ago. And he's back for a senior year, and he's healthy. I'm just saying, keep an eye out for
0: him. I, I'm not disagreeing, but I take your Mike Cariello being the most or best unknown player um, around the league, and I raise you a Curtis Rybold
1: being the smartest player on their team. Curtis Rybold is a – he's so intelligent when he plays, it's unbelievable. He just knows – and his arm's nothing special, but he's aware of it. He's, he's got the lefty. I don't think he pinches. He's oh.
0: just – he's incredibly smart no matter what. His yeah. entire
1: family is full of geniuses. That's true. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay, so anyway, back to um, – I'm going to go Maryland 3-2. to two. Uh, I'm going to give Penn State two points, but I just can't pick them right now.
0: I've, I've got them 3-1. to one. I think Maryland um, – Maryland comes off lunch. They're rested. They're ready to go. Um, I, I think that – the, they'll want to make their day 2-2, two and, two, and I think they'll want to make a statement at the end of yeah. it. Again, predicting that we beat them. Um, right. Because that, that, to me, is still a toss-up game. Um, but I've got Maryland up 3-1. to one. Okay. Uh, what's the next match? VCU and Towson. Towson. I've got Towson, but I've got VCU playing much better than we've seen them in the past. Uh, because I will let this note slip to you. Okay. They... For the first time, have practice space on an actual basketball court.
1: Really? Yep. Good for them. So, um, like like I said, I don't think VCU is awful. I just don't think they're as good as we could. I think we'll be this year.
0: I you know I give them the same kind of status that I do with some teams that don't get out that much. Where I think the more opportunities that they would have, the better chance they have of being. Absolutely. But I think. The like I've I i do not think VCU is that big of a school. I know it's in the city of Richmond, but I don't think the student population. I don't think it is either. Yeah, I don't think the student population good is good for that
1: them. Not forty people out of want yeah, to come. That,
0: teams, mean, it's awesome, man. That's huge, and we know they they do have talent. Got, they got they've got Eric Fisher who plays in other leagues around you know all the time. He's yep. a great player. They've got. Uh, Mark Antos, I think his name's yeah. Mark. His name's Mark, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, Mark Antos, very good player, very smart player, and very intelligible. Possible intelligent, to get yeah. out sometimes. Huh. He's really hard. He to played get. well
1: um at the uh All Star game at He did. He did play very well. Um God, he's really hard to get out. He um, is. very tough.
0: And then they've got a couple other kids um, whose name I don't remember. Um, right. Adam Hollers is a good player. Adam I'm Hollers a, is a good player. Yeah. Um, but there's a, there's a couple other kids that they've got that have some good talent. Um, I just think the biggest thing with them is in the past they've always played kind of as a group of individuals that just have rather been, than a team
1: than a team. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that changes. Yeah, I'm rooting for him early on, not against us, but yeah. I'm rooting for him.
0: But I've got us four nothing. Yeah, four nothing. For nothing to see th- it seems to be the theme of the day. Yeah. All right, next uh, match. Um, so this is the second-to-last varsity match. We've got VCU and Penn State.
1: I'm going upset here. I'm going upset of the day. I'm picking VCU to beat Penn State.
0: See, I- I'm going to go chalk, like, all day on this, just because right. it's the first term of the year, so I don't know
1: how teams are going to go. I, I, I If VCU can get 40 people, man, I, I've got expectations. And, you know, BC, PC. – I'm sorry. Um – PCU. Uh, Penn State is missing their head captain. Like, I I don't know, man. Something about this match is just is irking me VCU. Uh, Something in VCU. 2-1. Or no, 3-2. 3-2. 3-2? High score three, were fair. Yeah. Um.
0: I would be surprised, but I wouldn't be as surprised as I would be in the past if that happened. Um But I've got Penn State winning 3-1. Okay.
1: Um, cool. so. Then we've got half of JMU's B team. <laughs> I love how least half of JMU's B team.
0: Yeah, I've got half of JMU's B team against Towson. I've got half of JMU's
1: B team against Maryland if they are still there slash short game because they have to get home. <laughs> Very specific stuff. Very specific. Um, I'm going to go with Towson against half of JMU's B team. I've got us not taking that game seriously at all. Okay, great. and Good call, Doug. <laughs> and I've got uh, Maryland's B team beating half of JMU's B team. I can see that. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, um, I just don't have us taking it seriously because
0: it's, it's the last thing we have in the day, and I think most of us are going to be pretty tired. Get some out of
1: our players some good experience though.
0: Yeah, no, I mean they'll get good experience. I just think most of us will be pretty worn out. Okay. Um, well. And then, very last match of the day. Um, again, I think this was done for lo- uh, locality purposes. Huh. JMU versus VCU. Um, JMU. I've got JMU six nothing. Like a five nothing. Yeah. Yeah. All right, um, so that ends our preview of the JMU tournament. Uh, we are running well over the limit that Zig oh likes to keep God. us at.
1: Sorry, Zig. Um. So he'll, he'll,
0: he'll let me know about that. I no, uh,
1: like a minute or two, final thoughts.
0: Uh, final thoughts, uh, so let, let's go specific. Uh,
1: bold prediction for the rest of the fall semester. Okay, rest of the fall semester? Just the fall. Just the fall. Okay, so I am going to say... Going into the f- f- going into spring semester, so after the fall, going into so once fall semester is over with, mm-hmm. that um teams ranked one through eight will have no more than five points separating them. That is pretty bold. That I mean, there. I think I think it is going to be a jumble at the top. Okay. Um, my
0: bold prediction. Um, because it's always a bold prediction when this happens. Um, so I guess it's kind of. I'm a, always
1: nervous with you. What you're gonna say? I guess it's a safe
0: bold prediction in a sense. Um, although no, not entirely safe. I've got both Pittsburgh and Virginia Tech having their inducting matches. This semester. This semester. I that think would it's be gonna great. happen. I don't. We don't have the space here to bring Virginia Tech up. I wish we did. Um, I don't believe we do. Um, but Pitt, if they want to come, they're in. I know that for sure. Um, but I think uh, I think Virginia Tech is set. Uh, I've seen a little bit of posts about them. I think they might be ready to go, and I think uh, I think they find their way to something. But who you knows, they might have a lot of restrictions on like their travel, like we do. Um yeah. But that is my bold, uh, bold prediction. I think both teams will officially become members of the NCDA in the fall. Yep. All right. Um, so that wraps it up for us, um, John. Feel free to say
1: goodbye. Do we have anything else to talk about? I feel like we're missing something we want to talk about at the end. No, we're good. Oh, you're gonna what are you gonna speak for me too? Or? No, we we didn't talk about anything. Okay. Um. Favorite TV show we're excited to see this fall. Oh
0: Sean. Favorite TV show? I'll just be happy when Game of Thrones
1: comes back. Walking Dead starts this Sunday, guys. Watch it. It's about to get real on the Walking Dead. Okay, <laughs> I don't got anything else. Alright. For well, Jonathan Shaw? That, that's what I'm supposed to say.
0: Oh. Right, for Jonathan Shaw, I'm Sean Smith. We will see you guys next time. Cool. Thanks, bye. <laughs> <laughs>